0: Um. All right. Cool. Shall we? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. We we shall. (coughs) So dainty. Mm Thanks, guys. All right. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) But he's like, hurry up, you guys. (laughs) Buddy's got the intro this
2: week. (laughs) Okay. For. At the MDH, Van Harn, joining you from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, and this show has everything. Last week, we discussed imposter syndrome and the things we've convinced ourselves we suck at, and in order to balance out that negativity, we thought we should talk about things we freaking rule at, but we couldn't think of anything, so we settled on talking about stuff we're pretty good at. Whether it's a specific task or a general vibe, it's time to toot our own horns, Boy, oh boy, am I good at podcast intros or what? <laughs> you are. I am. Uh, everybody wanted to brag about themselves this week. So we've got a full complement of hosts from Stick-A-Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. It's Anne Lenholm. Hi, Anne. Hello. I somehow think the discussion of
3: all the things that are great about us will be shorter than the discussion of the various things we lack.
2: Yep, I think you're right. And in Animal Loft Studios in Del Mar, New York, it's Bobby Pape. Hey, Bobby. Yeah.
4: Until next time, that was everything we're good at.
2: The <laughs> end. <laughs> in Middle aged Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary Butler. Guys, I think I have like dysmorphia
0: about things that I'm good at. Like, I think i better at things than I actually am. So it could go
5: really long. You're the opposite
2: right of me. I had a really hard time with this. <laughs>
0: Okay, number
5: unearned one. Is- Confident. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly.
2: I have a lot of it. And of course, finally, in two cold studios in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hello. And today on the show, we've got some small talk. We're going to read your responses to last week's question of the week about your tips for getting over imposter syndrome. Please, we're taking notes. And as always, we'll let you know how you can get involved with the show. Um, First up is small talk. Christy, do you want to get us started? What
5: happened? Okay. I haven't been on for a while. A lot of stuff has happened. Um, But I'll just start with this crazy one that happened a couple weeks ago. Um... My office window looks out onto the street, so I can, you know, do some spying. I like yes. to watch the all the neighborhood dogs walk by. It's it's a great setup. Um, one day I was looking out onto the street as per usual. It was garbage day, so there's lots of activity oh, on garbage day. Very important to catch on yep. what's are going remember, on on garbage day. I <laughs> mm-hmm. during right, COVID Andrew. that was like the only thing exciting that would happen
1: because <laughs> nothing else happened. Yeah.
5: yeah. And I hear this like terrible noise, and so. I jump up and I run outside and I see someone had hit Jeremy's car parked <gasps> on the street head on and then was driving away. was like slowly. What? And according to the ring cam, I just yelled, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably was, what I would do,
2: too. Uh,
0: it was at 240. Vigil- Vigilante, Christy. Yeah. Hey. Hey.
5: hey. And then hey. the. A neighbor that lives two houses away goes, that guy just hit your car. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and it was like 240, according to reading cam. So I ran in and got Jeremy. and I'm like, someone just hit our car. Well, our neighborhood is a dead end. Like, Yeah. It's two cul-de-sacs or a like couple of cul-de-sacs put together with a dead end. So either that person lives here or they accidentally came in here. Either way, I went and got him. And then I just stood in the middle of the street because I it was so fast. I didn't get like I didn't bring my phone with me to check out the noise. So he called his neighbor friend and they all go to look for the guy. Oh, my God. It's a posse. (laughs) (laughs) I had described what the car looked like. And then the neighbor who saw it happen. All three of them like go up. And as they're um, walking around, like get up, I guess, almost to his house. There's this guy who's like stumbling down Towards our house and Jeremy said, Hey, I think you hit my car and he was like, Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't impersonate it but he was slurring his words. We'll say I wonder why yeah. <laughs> And he was kinda like stumbling and then Jeremy's like, I need your I need your insurance and he handed him his debit card. And then so he's like, No, 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 your insurance and he hands his driver's license. So Jeremy takes a picture and he's like, I need your insurance and the guy's like, incoherent and he's like, No, 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 you know, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He just kept saying, sorry. So Jeremy walks up, takes a picture of his car, the license plate, and the damage that matches our damage, and then said, if you don't give me your insurance, I'm going to have to call the police. And the guy's like, don't call, don't call the police, don't call the police. Um, and we don't like calling the police, especially inviting them into our neighborhood. Right. Um, but, and uh, so it kind of sucked. And of course, they they aren't doing anything. So they two cars come up two cop cars come up they're like fully armed you know i don't know what they think they're gonna do the tank Um, (laughs) rolls
4: up into your neighborhood
5: yeah exactly um and so no one could prove that that guy was driving the car and was drunk at the time because he was smart if you ever hit a parked car when you're drunk just go home because they can't prove that he didn't just get wasted from the time that the cops. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I just hit a car. I better drink a lot." Well, he's exactly. Very
4: nervous about the cops exactly. coming back. Yeah,
5: <laughs> exactly. So, um, Jeremy's neighbor friend knows his wife, so he calls the wife and like, "Guess what he just did?" And she's like, "I'm not coming home tonight." <laughs> so oh I don't know what's going on with their marriage, wow. but wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th- the cops. He wasn't answering the door and then he finally answered and we got a police report because we were going to have to pay a $500 deductible for a hit and run because they couldn't prove it. So, and no one's ring cam got it because, um, like we turned our sensitivity down because it was like going off every time a car drove by. So that's it. Um, the soonest we can get our car fixed is July. What? They're so backed up. What? Everywhere. But we did get a rental car. And it, his Ugh. insurance is paying for everything, and we don't have to pay deductibles. So. Oh, my God. Oh,
0: God. Well, that's good. That's crazy, good? though. Yeah.
5: July. That's nuts. This is the car that has now hit two deers. <laughs> and now... Is this car cursed? I don't know. I just hope they don't um, total it, because there's no way we could get a used car Yeah. at the cost. I mean, because it's... I mean, it's a Toyota Prius with a lot of miles on it, but... Like, you can't get used cars for cheap right now, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, we were a one-car family for two weeks, and it sucked. Even though we never <laughs> go anywhere, but it seemed like that's when we had to go everywhere. Of course. Of course. And people need to be in multiple places at the same
0: exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: Yep.
0: Uh, so that's the story. Luckily, never, no one got hurt. Jeremy, and by extension, you, like, never have a dull moment in your life. <laughs> really? <laughs>
5: Uh, yes. Is this
3: like the anti-secret? Instead of like visualizing the good things that you want, it's just bad things no, getting attracted no, to
0: that. you. <laughs> oh
5: no! It Hopefully not.
0: But I know
5: Ugh, we got well. new carpet finally, though. S- since uh, the flood in two thousand twenty. Wow, <laughs> oh, so that's good. That's good, yeah. Progress. Yeah. Progress, <laughs> finally, little by yeah. little.
0: Well, I'm glad. I don't know that it's somewhat resolved, kind <laughs> yes. of, sort of. Um, and should, I feel like
3: I need to move to the Seattle area and open up an
0: auto body shop. No, kidding. I know no, that's business what I idea, was everyone. Yeah, uh, there's there's money to be made. Sounds like it. Um, all right, should we move on to the mail bag, please?
1: Yes, all right.
0: All right, um we actually uh we didn't get any emails but we did get some really good Facebook responses to our question of the week um which was what's your tip uh for getting over imposter syndrome. I was like, wow, people really put some thought into this. I love our listeners. They're uh thoughtful. Um well, Joseph says, "I don't have any tips, but I'm following for tips." <laughs> which <laughs> us understand. too, but yes. Uh, Lane says "My self pep talk is do it with the confidence of a mediocre white man. Yes. Yeah. Here. Yeah. What is that like? uh, like, I'm just saying. I know. I don't know. But that is, (laughs) that is though like when I see the men in my office, uh, that are just, it's this like, it's the opposite of an imposter. We sort of talked about it, but it's the opposite of an imposter syndrome. It's like, they just think that they do no wrong. And I, that's.
5: It's bad. It's wrong.
0: It's wrong. Yeah. Where it's does so it come wrong? from? I no idea.
2: I don't know. I wish I knew.
5: Well, they keep failing up when it happens, so now that's, why that's very true. Positive reinforcement. I have, reinforcement. Been, I have <laughs> yeah.
2: seen some
3: mediocre mm, white dudes. Yep. Probably should ascend the, off the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you're a competent white dude. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean,
4: again, before we started, I talked about the boss who mispronounced faux pas fupa."
0: So, <laughs> mm-hmm. at least you That's don't do the that. boss. <laughs>
4: that was a white guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. um Okay. Amanda says, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. Oh, it is true. Good. Wow,
3: yep. I always think about the disconnect between the fact of Stuart Smalley and that that man was my senator for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it, is yeah, sure it is very weird. It
0: is very weird. Um, I remember he, him doing the like live satellite things on SNL, like on the news. And I like, I watched SNL at like such a young age and I just like, he was such a big part of it. And I'm like, he was a Senator for a little bit. That's Mm kind of crazy. He was a good Senator
2: too. Until, you know,
3: he
0: got caught having done the
3: honka honka.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) The non-consensual honka
0: honka. Yeah. And then to credit to him, I mean, small credit to him that he actually did the right thing and was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm gonna. I feel like his was pretty minor, but yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. In the context of yeah, I think he really regrets that he did the right thing though. I know, I'm sure. Yeah, because he's like, look at all these assholes. Should try to run
4: again.
2: Yeah.
4: There's there's no way we're allowed to call this episode non-consensual honka-honka, right? <laughs> I <laughs> no, don't <absolutely> think so. <laughs> yes, no. No, there's
0: no way. Um, okay, Laura said, I've stopped worrying about saying, I'm not sure. Let me look into it and come back to you. I've become very suspicious of people who have pat answers for everything. Yes. Mm. I just
3: used to think those people were super smart
0: and knew everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I know better. No. I know. Now there, you know, they're Donald Trump. Jean um, <laughs> um, says in the midst of conversations with myself, I remind me that I have the position and I'm worthy of it during my career. I had at least two appointments that other colleagues might covet. Once uh, someone even asked me how I got the job because they had also wanted it. They didn't begrudge me the job or feel that I was not good at it. They just would have liked it too. Um, yeah. I think you, I don't know. There is that sort of internal, like you have to, Believe in yourself. Just a little well, self-affirmation, positive yeah.
2: self-talk is important, and it is. I think that kind of plays into like the "fake it till you make it." If right. You tell yourself you deserve something enough, you'll start to believe it.
3: Uh, see, I always tell my therapist when she says that to me, I'm like, "But I don't believe it." I say it, and I think, "No, you don't." <laughs> like, well,
2: maybe you how don't do you get to the self-deception
3: <laughs> part?
0: I don't
2: know. Keep I don't trying. Know.
0: <laughs> um. Jennifer says, I look for transferable skills, so even if I don't have exactly the experience sought, I can offer something close and learn the rest. For the subjects in which I am a recognized expert, I still know there's lots to learn, and I'm not afraid to say, I don't know, finally practice continuous learning. I thought that was cool. The transferable skills was cool. Like I can't do exactly this, but I can yeah. get close. That's very practical. Yeah.
3: I don't yeah. know about the continuous learning though. Cause I'm lazy. these days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to learn anything.
0: It's hard. <laughs> I don't want to learn. Learning. Um, and says being good at something, isn't knowing everything about it. It's knowing how to ask good questions about it. Yes. So wise. And knowing mm. who to ask. Um, Julie says, I try to remember that it's mostly successful and capable people who get imposter syndrome.
2: Yeah. Mm. it's true. Mm. I'll take that compliment. Uh,
0: Dave says, I pretend I am someone else. (laughs) (laughs) So Dave is an actual imposter. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Um, Bree says, recognize when you don't know something, but also don't apologize for it. It's been an, oh, I've been an engineering professor for 10 years. And my greatest fear was always that my students would realize I have no idea what I'm talking about. But it turns out if they ask a question, I don't know the answer to, and I say, that's a great question. Let's figure it out together instead of, I'm sorry, I don't know the answer to that. It helps them realize that even the expert heavy quotes here doesn't know everything and that's okay. That's really cool. Yeah, that's
2: excellent advice. That's yes. actually
3: one of those things that I learned in retail. Yeah. If if you want to connect, you know, engineering to retail. Uh, They're basically in that same. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> that I am totally fine, was totally fine. I guess I don't do that anymore. I was totally fine being like, I don't know, let's find out.
0: Yeah, and exactly. Nobody,
3: and
2: nobody was ever, ever like... You idiot. Why don't you know that answer yes. right. on the top of <laughs> right. your head? Well, think about what a crazy, like how crazy would you have to be to say something like that to somebody? Like, I, I don't think any of yes. us think that when somebody says, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know, let's figure it out.
0: Well, and I, I think it's like, honestly, the way, because like, when I was younger and working retailing that you might reminded me, like, if you didn't know, and then I would start to sort of like be frazzled and be like, I don't know. But if you kind of do it, like you said, like, let's figure it out. Let's go walk over here and we'll figure it out. It's like, you have the confidence of knowing that you don't know. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And Um, that
3: goes back to, to let's see, who was it? Well, Anne said it's knowing how to ask good questions about it. It's knowing, it's knowing
0: who to ask. Yes. Yeah. That's key. Knowing who to ask is such a, at at my office, it's like, you could ask a, A bunch of people and they're like you're just running around in circles and you ask the one right person they give you it to you and you're like ah feels good um and then Gregory says something that I was confused by so (laughs) Meredith is gonna have to explain imagine that you aren't everyone naked fully actualize your clothedness and become unimaginable tldr microdosing
2: (laughs) I was afraid I was gonna ha- I was gonna be called on to explain this and I can't. No, I was I have like no idea what this means.
0: Do you know how many times I read
2: that? I'm like, Am I reading this wrong? I thought he did a typo or something like he I did, did last too. week but I read this out loud to him and he was like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but he's not microdosing, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Is this, I is no this is, answers.
3: We could just call this Emperor's New Clothingness. He's <laughs> actualizing clothes over his naked body. Yeah.
2: How, how that helps? Until,
3: don't until know. everybody else believes that he's also wearing clothes. Wait,
5: is he feeling um, imposter syndrome in bed? <laughs> I mean, or oh well, the that's shower? It's, it's Tishy after dark. He's kind of a never nude, so probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that made me laugh. Well, thank you for your very thoughtful responses. I I liked reading them. Every new one, I was like, wow, that's great. Um, keep them coming. Should we move on to medium talk then?
2: Mm-hmm. Let's. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, yeah, this has this was things we fucking rule at, uh, but now it's things we're pretty good at. So, yes, mm-hmm. as as Meredith mentioned, last week we were, you know, kind of not down on ourselves, but just talking about how, you know, we have some insecurities about things in our lives and we feel like we're faking it a little bit. But you know what? We're good at some things. Gosh darn it, Stuart Smalley. We're good at things. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to talk about them a little bit. Again, might be kind of quicker than it was. We're not going to pontificate so mm-hmm. much on things. And I really, as much as I was talking at the front like I could go long, I kind of did have to like, um, you know, ask people, like, what am I good at? Tell me what I'm good at. I mean, you know, just I, like I said, I sometimes have um, different ideas of what I'm good at or what I'm not good at. So it's, I don't know, sometimes it feels good to hear it from other people.
2: Um, we're well, it's to kind back of a compliment, too, when somebody else is like, you're actually really good at X, Y, or Z. I know. Please
0: tell me what please I'm good at. Me. <laughs> you know, you can, please tell me. I'm, yes, please. Um, but, yeah, so we want to be a little bit positive here on T-She. So let's go first. and go. I'm a good baker. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend are. that I'm yeah, not. Yeah, you are. True. No, you true. <laughs> no, you're good.
4: Yeah, There's, there's no qualifications. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Sometimes I think that Uh, The bar is fairly low in this country for homemade baking because not that many people do it. So I'm just saying that because I don't buy the box with the pre-measured flour and cocoa and baking powder, that that makes me good at it. But I actually do have my 10,000 hours in, although it turns out that 10,000 hour thing is Kind of
0: bullshit. Kind
2: of bullshit. (laughs) It's almost like Malcolm Gladwell makes stuff up all the time. (laughs) But but you're genuinely good at it. It's more than just like your own ingredients. Like you're genuinely good at it. You're genuinely creative. You know what's good. You know what people like. I think there's a lot
3: to that. And I haven't. I have enough positive feedback on it over the last Mm fifteen years Mm -hmm. that even I am like, okay,
0: I guess it's real. Um, uh, my dad still refers to you as the person that made those delicious, uh, bar, the ooey gooey things. <laughs> he loves them. Yep. Yes. Oh, they're so fucking good. They're so <laughs> good. And I like sweets, but they're not like my super, like I'm more of a salted. Those are, I could like just sit there and eat them like all day long and then have yeah, a stomach good. ache, but that's okay. But yes, you were well, excellent, yeah, but I don't, I'm, that's not something I'm good at, <laughs> spacing
3: it out. <laughs> true, true. I'll, I've gotten better at spacing it out over the years. It's funny because I was talking to my boss yesterday and it's her birthday today. And she was like, oh my gosh, remember when you made me that cake, that yellow cake with the chocolate frosting and the sour oh. cherry balls, candy balls on top? And I was like, excuse me, what now? Um, because that sounds weird. And she's like, yeah, remember when you did that? Because those sour cherry balls are my favorite candy and you put them right on the cake. And I was like, I do not remember this. And she says, what? You don't remember (laughs) this? And she went digging in her Facebook archives. It was 15 years ago. Oh, shit. I made that. So really, I've been doing this for a long time. That was one of my earlier efforts. And so it wasn't quite the polished product that it is now but i still have a lot to learn you know i'm not great with yeast Uh, i have baked some bread not like meredith um in the bread baking department but i just find that yeast is tricky
2: it is finicky yeah it you know and
3: i and you always have to do the two rises and i'm good at the with the first rise but i never seem to get the second rise to come out the way that I want it to, and I don't know exactly what I'm doing. So I still have uh, a lot of room to go with breads and like yeasted desserts and stuff. So so there's room for improvement,
2: but. That's the lifelong learning
3: part. Yep. Your favorite but the... <laughs>
0: stuff that I do do, eh, it's
3: pretty good.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. Coming from me. Um,. And I can't wait to taste it again. At some point, we will all be together mm-hmm. and tasting Anne's mm. baked goods. Yes, mm-hmm. um, that's not a euphemism, but <laughs> it kind of sounded like one. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> Bobby. Uh,
4: I am a leader,
0: and, yes you are. and that is yeah.
4: to say, I, I you know I'm working on a lot of things right now, including the construction project at Wonderful Mayfair Lane, which is why I was really tied up last week and earlier this week. And, um, you know, I've got this executive committee and everybody's got a skill. It's like a heist team. You know, I've got a finance person and a construction maintenance person and other people (laughs) who are really good at paperwork. And I, I realized all I do is delegate to them. And then I call the meeting and I let everybody with concerns, talk themselves out, and then I make a bunch of phone calls and visits to people's houses. And I just go to them and I say, it's going to be okay. Going to calm down a little bit, or it's going to be okay. If you could just do this, or it's going to be okay. Let's just push through this together. And I pull everyone back together. So, like, I don't feel like I'm actually doing any of the work. I feel like I'm just sort of supervising and handing out the work and helping encourage people. But I talk about this a lot in job interviews. I always say, if I've done my job right on a concert night, as an example, my job is to stand there with an imaginary fire extinguisher and wait. Like, if I'm if I've delegated correctly, I don't have any responsibilities except to deal with whatever happens. And um, I think that's what I'm good at is sort of just being ready to deal with whatever may come. Um, So, yeah, um, I uh, rally and lead and uh, train other people to do all the actual work. So, I'm, I'm trying that that's
2: what makes a good manager. I'm I'm mm-hmm, kind yes. of trying to learn how to do that myself and just like figure out the right person at the right time to do the job yeah. so that yeah. not that so that I don't have to, but that's their job and my job is delegating.
4: <laughs> yeah, it clicked for me uh, actually, I would say in the last year or so that there were a lot of things that I'm actually a lot better at managing other people doing than I'm actually doing myself. Like I used to think that I should be able to do every single job everybody does for me as well as they can do it so that I can lead or, you know, be a, be an example for them. And then I realized that's ridiculous because nobody can be good at that many different things. (laughs) Like it's just not realistic. I need to be good at knowing what they need to succeed. I don't need to be good at doing what they do. Exactly. And that was Mm -hmm. a real corner uh, turn for me uh, since I've had a, a, a staff the last couple of years since I've taken on this board work. So I wrote it here as rallying the troops, but, uh, you know, some, some leadership angle there is my, my serious answer here, my number one answer.
3: I think that we can all agree that it goes back to Space Camp and the wise words of Catherine when she realizes she's not cut out to be the shuttle commander.
2: Oh, yeah. There's yep. being
3: bossy, and then there's being the boss.
2: Yes. Everything comes back to Space Camp. It, it mm-hmm. does, you know. It's such a
3: wise movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but R. you P. are Kelly very Preston. good at being the boss, Bobby. Yes, I try. I, I have my
4: moments. Um, I mean, not the boss of us, obviously,
3: because no, <laughs> no <laughs> talk really about
2: her that. No. we actually,
4: through the years, have done a really, really, really good job of having nobody be in charge. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm, I'm quite proud of that.
0: Agreed. We
3: are an autonomous collective. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, all right. Uh, my turn. Bear death. Yeah. yeah.
4: Sorry, um, I should have transitioned better. Apparently, transitions are not at the top of my list. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you're very good at transitions. You're very sure. good. Yeah. <laughs> um the first thing i thought of was taking care of other things (laughs) other than myself (laughs) um so i'm really good at taking care of other people i'm good at taking care of the cats i for some reason have a house full of plants that aren't dead god Um, teach me i don't know how i did this was something i like honestly plant care i thought i had a total black thumb i thought everything i touched died and now i have more plants than i'm like capable of taking care of but I still manage to somehow. Like I guess I have a lot of plants that thrive on neglect because uh I would be and, watering and plants which, which
3: ones are
0: those no. all day, every day. Yeah, I don't you know. I'll send you a list. For me. seriously
2: I do have an app that um and this isn't the best way to take care of plants because you should really go by like how the soil feels but I have an app that kind of reminds me like hey you haven't watered this one in a while and then I push a little button like I watered it and it reminds me again in two weeks or whatever um so I'm I'm pretty good at that I, I feel like I've I'm good at taking care of of Gregory um I've kind of inspired him to take care of his diabetes um which i'm very proud of and you know i i have said it before but when i die i hope i come back as one of my cats because they have (laughs) the best life in the world they they have better lives than most people do i think the good news Um, is
4: we could all come back as your cats and it still wouldn't be enough cats
2: well but then how does that work if i'm dead whatever it doesn't matter will clone me to take care of us. I I think you shouldn't
4: get caught up in space-time continuum while you're talking about reincarnation. I think it's fine.
2: (laughs) And I am, like Bobby, starting to realize that I'm pretty good at taking care of my employees as well. Um, Something that we do every week is a one-on-one call and we keep getting reminders from upper management that we're supposed to just keep to the topic on our meetings. And this is like Mm -hmm. client meetings and meetings between the, you know, two people or whatever. And I just think that's terrible advice personally. Um, it depends on the situation, but I'm not going to not bond with my employees. Um, there are some where we have 10 minute calls and then sometimes we have an hour long call, you know, and it just depends on what's going on. Like if they feel like talking, if we're having a good vibe or whatever, I don't want to just be like, well, we got to talk about projects, and now I got to hang up. Um, <laughs> so I try not to do that, and I try to allow enough time to talk and just chat. Like one of my employees and I, we talk about like video games and cats for forty-five minutes, and then I'm like, oh boy, it's been forty-five minutes. We got to <laughs> talk about work. Tell me what you're doing, and then <laughs> and so you know, I I just I don't think it's good advice to just be like stick to stick to work only. Um, no, no. I I feel like it's important to bond with them and I genuinely like them and I think it helps morale especially when you're managing people who are all over the country we're all almost all of us are remote so it's kind of a nice little social break too um yeah
5: so well, it's treating people like humans yeah yeah yeah, Fancy so, like, I'm dumb, no. yeah.
4: <laughs> yep. no wonder your overlords don't want you to do it I know right
5: <laughs> they can keep
2: lecturing me it's fine well uh, I think that goes to I
3: would describe you as conscientious. I think that really um, kind of covers that. You're a very conscientious person and conscientious. I mean, it never occurred to me that you would have an app that would tell you when to water your plants <laughs> or anything, but uh, you're very on top of all of that stuff. You make sure that you haha, take care of it. So
2: yeah, I try to. I think I'm pretty I good at it. Or, yeah. Pretty you okay are, at it. I got you're a
4: good pre- app that reminds me to feed and water my team. <laughs>
2: yes. Well, I call that Outlook reminders. Yeah. Yes. Oh my I God. already
4: promised them I was buying lunch tomorrow for everybody. So I don't know. Bobby's hey, not in the, the budget. <laughs> oh no. When I maybe do if, it, you, just, it if comes you just if
3: you just if you don't buy lunch for your team, maybe that will solve all the budget woes. <laughs> yeah. Uh
4: huh. lunch Bobby's promising lunch comes out of the Bobby budget that's yeah mm -hmm. that's yeah that's how you get around that one exactly because well you know (laughs) sigh anyway
0: Hillary (laughs) Uh, okay um the first one I put by the way I just heard Rory crying this is how I'm not What I say I am, I just heard Rory crying and I texted Dave, what's going on? He doesn't want to shower. And I was like, tell him to go to bed then. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm saying that with my next one. I said empath. And I really mean that as a joke because I think that's like kind of a dumb term that's been overused. What I mean by that is, is I um, can read, I think I can read a room pretty well and like get the, I can, I can Feel the temperature of it. Like I kind of sense what's going on when I walk into a room and I can, with that, I can usually meet people where they are or where they need to be. Now, sometimes I am like high energy, obviously, but I think something I can do well is because I am not an expert in anything. And I know a little bit, I can sort of, I can relate to people on different levels wherever they need to meet me. I kind of let them steer, but I, I think that I'm good with connecting with people on whatever level they need to be at. And I don't know how to say that in a, um, brief way, but that's sort of what I mean. I can connect connect with people, um, from all different kinds of like, like a variety of different people. I think I connect with them pretty well. Um, it might not be deep, but like for that instance, I think I can make people feel comfortable, um, And want to engage, even if they don't really want to engage. (laughs) You you say it's not deep,
3: but that's a pretty cool thing. If you can take it so that maybe somebody who's feeling super uncomfortable and, you know, what do I do with my hands? If you can (laughs) engage them and make them feel not totally awkward and like oh look Give i them have
2: two copy mugs <laughs> yeah yes
0: i yeah. i also don't know what to do with my hands it's so weird what do we do why do we have hands it's so weird um i promise it's four twenty that we're recording i'm not right? stoned i promise <laughs>
4: not yet not yet <laughs> no. yeah hillary i was Give thinking about in. you with this prompt because i thought the exact same thing i just didn't the term i came up with for it was thinking about how you yeah, know how to read a room, know how to talk to a lot of different kinds of people. And I thought, she sort of engineers this social environment. See your social engineering skills.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so creepy though. It's so yeah. creepy. <laughs> Put that on your LinkedIn and I will approve of it or whatever you do. <laughs> endorse it. Endorse, endorse it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, please. Thank you so much. Oh my god. Yes. Um yes, I am a social engineer. Um yeah. I'm not really good at like leading. I mean, that is something that I I am not great at is leading people, but I can I can meet people where they are and I can Sympathize or empathize with their situations, whatever they
5: may be. That's, that's mine. Um, Christy. Um, Okay. So I think I'm good at event planning. You are. Um, Very. So yeah, I've done. I, I've been cleaning out because we got new carpet. I had to um, like, we had to get everything off, off the carpet. And I had this box of stuff and I was going through it today and I found all of my notes from planning um my old boss's wedding. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my this- god. <laughs> I forgot all of the, the details of this, but yeah. And I I enjoy it. I enjoy event planning and you're really good at it and you were
0: extremely organized. I remember my I think the second um LRB thing that I went to I remember being like it was like a full itinerary it was awesome (laughs) I'm like like, I feel so safe when somebody does that I'm like wow you really put thought and you know ideas into it It was wonderful
5: is that the time when there was a survey
0: I think so I think so
5: (laughs) yeah I like doing it it's fun Uh, but in like my outside of planning I really like have choice um Mm. phobia or i freeze because i don't want to make the decisions for a whole group and everyone be disappointed yeah so i guess that's yeah. more of like imposter syndrome which we're not talking about so no. i'm amazing well at planning. It,
0: chrissy i think that you and i and probably a lot of us here like have worked with people that are have really like richer people or people in power mm-hmm. and they want somebody to else to make the choice for them but then also they want to the ability to be like, no, I don't like that. Yep. Um. So it's so super stressful when you're making the choice and you have to be in charge. You're doing all the work and then mm-hmm. they just like swat it down. So it's, yeah, it's nerve wracking.
5: Yeah. Like the last time I planned something for my team, we haven't been in person in years. Right. And I planned this thing and of course people are complaining and I was like, you're planning the next one. I'm having zero. And guess what hasn't happened? We're supposed to have it once a month, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it hasn't mm-hmm. happened again. So mm-hmm. everyone can shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um.
0: All right. First round down. Um. Anne, I'm looping back to you.
3: All right. I'm good at fast competence, is what I mm-hmm. called it. And that is not... Um, achieving a level of expertise in anything, but I can get up to speed and get reasonably good at something pretty quickly. Like I was talking last week in the imposter syndrome thing about – believing that I'm not really a good singer and one of my problems is sight reading and I'm a really bad sight reader but then I also said listen if you give me a few minutes I can learn a piece so quickly that it compensates for that lack of sight reading ability and that's kind of how I live my life is I get up to speed with stuff real quick and can perform at a reasonable level although I would not consider myself an expert at much of anything like I'm just teaching myself to crochet I know it's like the third time I've mentioned it <laughs> no, but, like know. I'm really still a beginner but I'm already at the point where like my stitches are even they look good I can figure out what's going on in the rows and it, I've only been doing it for a few weeks so um, I just think that I have a, a good ability to like come on strong and get to a point where I'm
0: not going to make a fool out of myself hopefully like once once you get your hands on something for a second you can kind of drill down on it like yep. the yeah yeah
3: and i have yeah. enough of a level yeah. of dedication mm-hmm. to something yes. that i'm like i'm going to learn this and then i learn it
2: that's great because like i feel like if i am bad at something after a little while like i'll try and then if i'm still bad at it i'm like this is stupid like, yeah. like, so. <laughs> you never do <laughs> this again <laughs> some level of competence like right off the bat um gives like was... you a little like juice to keep yeah. going yeah, yes exactly yes i know we're really trying to get the
0: kids to not do the like i was uh, like i wasn't automatically the best at it so i don't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. and it's like stop doing that it's That's really hard. hard to get over that i though. know i know i trust trust me I <laughs> <laughs> oh um, I,
3: this comes with a giant asterisk of course this does not include anything athletic, fast confidence, well, fast anything. Yeah. Well, that's not in my skill set, and never
0: will be. Physically fast, <laughs> no. No,
2: uh,
0: no, that doesn't count. That's a whole other subset of things. Yep. Um, Bobby.
4: Uh the opposite of fast confidence, which is bullshitting. <laughs> um, I, I think this has been noted previously as one of my skills um although i have to say we're talking about this earlier i have become more and more the person who says in meetings um i don't have an answer right now let me check and get back to you in part because i want to be right and in part because i don't want to be pinned for being wrong like i don't Mm, want to say one thing um i do there are some people in my work world now where if i throw out a number and even if i preface it as an estimate or a guess or a round number you know, come back to bite me later. And so I have learned to be a little reserved in the way I do that. But generally speaking, I think it's the journalism part of my brain, where you know, an inch deep and a mile wide on a lot of different things. Like, I can usually get by <laughs> with a passing yeah. amount of knowledge. And it's not that I know a lot about a lot of things. It's that I know a little about a lot of things, and that I can sort of vamp enough. It's It's like the way they that old jazz bands play with just a riff, you know, just a just a fake book, just those first few bars and they figure it Ask out. Ask Meredith.
0: There. See Meredith knows. Yeah, big a jazz lot. had <laughs> Meredith. I love it.
2: It's my favorite. Now Something that I'm was bullshit. Very, I'm very yeah. good at I'm very good at jazz and liking jazz.
0: Yeah.
4: All no. the different jazz.
0: All the jazzes. So yeah, I think I'm,
4: I'm pretty good on my feet. Uh You know, in uh, foreign situations or in times when I just got to kind of fake it till I fake it, basically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Meredith. Yeah.
2: Um, Cooking is something that I am pretty darn good at. And I've been doing it for a really long time. I started, obviously, um, I've talked a lot about how I used to work at a restaurant when I was in high school. Um, And that's one kind of cooking but because you kind of learn what you need to do and you do it a billion times, and it's hard mm-hmm. to not be good at it. Um, but after that, um, I became a vegetarian when I was, like, 18, and my nobody else in my family was. And so it was like, well you know, if I was at my mom's house, she's like, well, you can cook for yourself, (laughs) but I'm not going to cook you a separate meal or whatever. So that kind of inspired me to learn how to cook. And I've been cooking for myself ever since. And I cook most of our food here at home. And as long as I have a recipe, I can pretty much do whatever um, I've found. There's not too much that stumps me. And I the, I guess the caveat there is that I'm not a very good improvisational cook. I don't, I can't just look at the cabinet and be like, okay, I'll make X, Y, and Z. Um, you don't like jazz cooking? I don't like jazz <laughs> cooking. Gosh, there's a theme here. <laughs> um, I've, yeah, I mean, that's how I was as a musician too. I wasn't a very improv uh, pianist either, but I was great at reading music. Um, but it, yeah, and it goes the same for cooking and, and baking has kind of been the same, although I don't have, I'm not as practiced in baking as I am in cooking so I'm I'm like I'm I'm kind of the 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 opposite of Ann there um but I I'm pretty confident in my cooking abilities and I have a huge kitchen full of all sorts of equipment to help me with that <laughs> and that doesn't hurt either so I want to come to your house I want you to I feed t- me you're it would more than be a r- welcome
4: be a real shame if we had Meredith cook us dinner and then Ann bake us dessert oh gosh <laughs> and then the really rest of us can heart. just Listen to some jazz.
1: (laughs) Uh,
2: I will boycott that.
3: No, 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 no. Christy will plan the event,
0: and Bobby and Hillary will. And there will be zero jazz. (laughs) Thank you. Zero jazz. Um, (laughs) Hillary. Yes. Okay. I again. I was trying to think. What am I good at? I'm good at memorizing. Now, this is a caveat. I have to
2: like <laughs> set my mind. Give us to it was those presidents right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, well, let's go. You know the capitals. Like I'm I always do know the capitals. Mm-hmm. I do know
0: that. I tried to get uh, Rory. I was like, Rory asked me asked me a state, and he like did not want to play. He was like, <sighs> <sighs> like Vermont. I don't. I'm like, I'll be there. <laughs> when your eight year old doesn't want
3: to play games with you, right? <laughs> let
0: me prove how amazing i am at memorizing no but like I, I i've definitely talked about this but when i was um in middle school i got a poster of all the best oscar picture winners now again i think the last one was like uh i think it was silence of the lambs so that was like That was the era. (laughs) That was a long time ago. But it was like where I, I would lay down and I would say, Okay, I'm gonna memorize every fifth one, like you know, the on the zeros and the fives and then I would kinda do all the in betwixt in between. No, you can't say slay. Go. Dang it. I know. Um,
2: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. But I I I hope she can. can. I think she should be (laughs) allowed. I
0: heard her, like, marching up behind me. Um, But I – and so over the course of, I don't know, a month or something, I started to, you know, memorize all of those. And there is just – it ha- okay. Clearly it has to be something I'm interested in because there are so many people I've met out in the world and I instantly forget their name and it's clear that I am not interested in them at all. But if it's something I'm interested in, I can memorize it or just little facts. Like if you've. Have you ever seen The Devil Wears Prada? And she's doing; she has to like hold the book, and or mm-hmm. she has to memorize the book and tell information to Miranda Priestly, like, "Oh, that's blah blah blah," and he's related to blah, blah. Like that is my talent. Like I can see how people are related, or what movie that person has been in previously, or whatever. Like that is that is like my you are very special good at that. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. And I kind of lodge. I mean, we have talked about it before. I've information about people and it's not because I'm stalking them. though. I do like to stalk people as you know, (laughs) Bobby and I have discussed, um, we, I would never, (laughs) I don't know what she's talking about. Um, but I do. Oh yeah. There's a, there's a Dallas influencer that I've been following for a long time and she got married and I, she means physically, she's
4: been physically following
0: (laughs) on Instagram and I realized where she lived and I am all, um, I'm so all now caught up physically on her life now. stalking her. Yep. <laughs> she lives in Dallas. I'm not going to be there. But, mm-hmm. um, but that, yes, memorizing um, just a little interesting facts is uh, what I like to do. And I don't know, people's birthdays. I like it. Makes me feel good. Makes me feel in control of my <laughs> life. Hey, man, whatever it takes. Oh, I know. It is
3: funny the stuff that gets lodged in there, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. We and I'm like, like, why
0: do I, why know, do I know that? <laughs> I know. Exactly. Or there's like buildings that we used to represent a long time ago. And I still remember their square footage. I'm like, why do I why? know that? <laughs> why <laughs> is that still there? It's Important. like, some, Yeah, absolutely. The, the square footage of Center 2 is 54,610 square feet. <laughs> um, it is Just in case it right comes now. up on Jeopardy yes. ever. Yeah, yep. exactly. It's absolutely going to.
5: Um, okay, Christy. Um, I would say um, this comes out in work. I'm not a boss, but I manage people kind of, but I have like no authority. So I would say advocating for others and empathy um, just because I have to bring a lot of um, awkward developers together a lot and um, interact with them. And then also just like they trust me a lot to like tell me things so that I can advocate for them because they don't want to do it for themselves. I guess
2: knowing how to wrangle nerds is a really valuable skill. (laughs) Yes,
5: it is.
2: (laughs) And it's unique. Like it's not Mm -hmm. like wrangling every different person. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And I think just having worked with these people going on eight years, I think I just know all about them. I know like their kids and their grandkids and birthdays and, and all of that. And I think that that goes a long way with people yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah Christy you're good at standing up uh for people yeah you are yeah I was just yeah. gonna say the thing
3: that comes top of mind for me is how you advocated for Elliot when you met Jeremy mm-hmm. and yeah. they yeah. needed somebody in their life who could yep. do that for them and like you're not even related you- Barely know their father, and (laughs) you went to bat, and that's an incredible
5: quality in a person. Oh, you're Mm -hmm. gonna make me cry. Thank you. (laughs) Some days, you know, the teens I I honestly don't know 10 years later. (laughs) Yeah, I honestly don't know why people have teens and then have babies later they should be checked and instantly put in mental institutes because those are mistakes
2: probably (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) 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 i don't know i
5: don't don't remember being uh, this bad
2: (laughs) i do i i I wouldn't wish me as a teen on anyone uh, so i I, I feel for you
5: i was good i was the oldest never got in trouble didn't lie so it's hard (laughs)
3: I was such a reasonable teenager mm -hmm. it's
2: ridiculous well I didn't get in trouble either but I lied my ass off and that's how I didn't get in trouble I got in trouble
3: for things I didn't do
0: because my dad was such an asshole Mm -hmm.
5: I had my sister was such a liar she was a little Meredith and she did she was a bad kid (laughs) and my parents knew that I couldn't lie like I just can't do it my face gives me away and they would just look at me me and go what's the truth and i would just start uh, crying rude <laughs> like, no! and just fall apart and have to tell the truth <laughs>
2: my mom said to me once in a very accusing tone you were a very good liar <laughs>
5: <I was> like, <laughs> Ooh, thank you, it, thank you so much my sister was stealing my mom's car at 14 and driving around the neighborhood wow. <laughs> i wasn't doing stuff
2: like that but i was doing a lot of like i'm at this person's house when i was at nobody's yes. house yeah yes classic yeah, yeah.
0: yep I did that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay, and I am very good at making order
3: from chaos. And I like it. And I can look at a mess and um, not get overwhelmed and take that first bite of the elephant, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel such a sense of satisfaction from creating order out of chaos. It's such a reward. And... um, I will never leave a mess, ever. I will um, always take care of everything. Well, I yes. mean that's kind of a sweeping mm-hmm. statement, but um, I know what you mean, though. Like, yeah, yeah. but you. or at least have
5: a plan of how they should do it. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair to say, but uh, you guys know that I'm I'm tidy in all my yes own. Um, living things mm-hmm. and my mom and I always joke about how we should uh, start one of those organizing businesses mm-hmm. where we go in and and help divest people of their crap uh you would although, actually be really good at it yeah. would I would so be really fun. good at it my mom is you. my mom is so um like matter of fact and like reasonable and rational about all that stuff and um we work together as a team very well. So I, yeah, I mean, it would be hard because most of the time when you get to that level where you need somebody to help you, it's because you have emotional issues, like mm-hmm. attachment to the yes. stuff. Yeah. So that's the part that's a little bit harder. But um, leave me with a project, man. And I'm just going to put that shit together. That's why I love building IKEA furniture.
2: Oh, it definitely starts as chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you start with some boards
3: and a with the cartoon (laughs) screws and an allen wrench and in the end you got a bookshelf or a desk or something it's
2: great Mm -hmm. well you're really good at making order out of this show too i feel like yes you wrangle Mm -hmm. us (laughs) in topics a lot too and i appreciate that just the
0: way that i keep our slack tight i know (laughs) much appreciated i I get a little notification like ann's logged on of course, well, Anne's deleting is old no. channels <laughs> yeah. because she's the best.
3: No, we're not keeping old channels around. I mean, oh, you're right. Of course. You're totally right. <laughs> Get out of here. I can't look um, at all that stuff. It confuses me. Yes.
0: Ugh. Ugh. I fully agree. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Bobby, this is dumb. Your well, greatest I, talent. I, I, well, I, I asked her what my
4: greatest talent was and that was her response so oh, then
5: it's good uh,
4: yeah. <laughs> uh i wrote annoying sam i i think she put it in a meaner <laughs> way <than that. laughs> I, think, I think she said pissing sam off but um i make up for it though because my other third place is um back and shoulder rubs. You're welcome. Oh, oh. yeah, you got to
2: you got to do something to make up for it. I mean, yes. you,
4: you should all know because of how good of a hugger that I am.
2: You are a good You hugger. are yeah, an exceptional hugger. Yeah.
4: That if yes. you're on the short list of people who get, you know, a little more than that, the back and shoulder mm-hmm. rub. I don't know why I'm good at it, but I always have been. Just strong being. hands. Yeah, yep. I do have, I have yeah. big strong hands. So, there you go. It's the fat fingers. <laughs> <laughs> It has nothing to do with dexterity. It's everything to do with just brute force, grip strength. Yeah,
2: there you go. Easy, Um, good. And I think I wrote this. At the same time as you did, because it's the same exact thing as making Order of Chaos, I think. No. And Masterminds! So maybe this is a mastermind theater or a lady scientist trait or something, but I have had, and I think mostly in my work life, but I do this at home too, where you have, I have a pile of garbage and I turn it into something useful. Um, mm-hmm. And we're not talking upcycling.
0: No, okay. no, And that's kind of what I thought it was. See, my um, up,
3: up, home up-cycle garbage is just still garbage.
2: <laughs> yep. Hate
3: to tell you guys. No,
2: so I was, I'm Hub thinking about my, my work and my old job you know i would get excel sheets that were worked on by four medical students with no standardization whatsoever <laughs> they all just were like doing their own thing and so i have to go in and it's actually kind of really satisfying to oh, take God, this yes. ugly horrible spreadsheet with nothing that matches and say okay here I'm going to fix this I'm going to make it look nice I'm going to make it usable and I'm doing that right now at my current job which is a little terrifying because it's a much more structured environment and this is supposed to be clinical trials and we're submitting this to the FDA so I'm like okay we better really whip this into shape and I have spent over a year um, whipping this one project into shape and it's usable and we're about to submit and we're going to have a meeting with the FDA on the first and it's going to be great and I'm really proud of myself for being able to do that and it It didn't, it wasn't just me. Um, It used to be just me at my old job, but now I have kind of a team and I have a data analyst and I have other people who help me. Um, But taking that pile of absolute garbage data and making it useful and making, it's a, it's a uh, in vitro fertilization project. And so it also feels kind of important. Um, So that's really satisfying to be able to take this terrible thing and turn it into something useful. And yeah. then, I don't know, lady scientist uh, skill or or something like that. But yeah, I think Anne, it's the making order from chaos. Oh, my heart skill. is fluttering listening to you describing. <laughs> Isn't it fun <laughs> making data look <laughs> usable? Uh, it's so satisfying. I love the before and afters of those. You're like, ah, uh, one, two, one, <laughs> two. Yes. Uh, Why can't you just do that from the beginning?
0: I know. Well, some people like chaos. I. I hate chaos so much. It gives me a headache. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Okay. I am because this is mostly due to my job and I don't know, maybe I do like have ADHD, but I am a really good multitasker and I know that like multitasking isn't, it's not a real thing and people, you shouldn't do it. You should be able to focus on one thing, but that is not my job. Like I, well, it's, that's
2: not realistic. Everybody has right. This. I mean, uh, the the, I,
0: the danger word in there that you've used is "should." Is that people mm-hmm. shouldn't do it? Well, okay, where are we in reality? Exactly. I was listening to some dumb thing at work that I had to do for like learning. You know, I was like assigned a learning thing and it was about Mm. how you deal with your email. And it's like, just set a time to check your email. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I can't just say, oh, I'm going to check my email every 30 minutes or whatever, or once an hour. I have to kind of have it on all the time. And something I'm known at, at work is like being quick. Like I'm quick at responding Uh, that's why people like to ask me questions because I'm really quick at responding. I'll let you know that I got it. I'll let you know, you know, if if I, if I have the answer, I will give it to you. If I don't, I'll let you know that I, I, you're not lost in the shuffle because there's nothing I hate more than being feeling like nobody's responding to me anyway. Mm -hmm. But I am very good that makes me have to be really good at multitasking so we all do this but I um, like today I had to make a diagram of all the parking garages on this one block and I had to make it look this makes me I told him to stop saying this quote-unquote sexy I was like stop saying that you need to stop calling things like I understand you're trying to say like graphically interesting like you want it to Be appealing looking, but like I don't. Parking garages look sexy. Sexy. We're at work. I know. I was like, stop. Short (laughs) skirts. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Put Um, like she's (laughs) asking. Boobs.
2: That can um, be the show title, Bob. Yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Put boobs on the parking (laughs) garage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had to calculate a um, a commission. Um, which I had to like read the lease to find out the terms. I also had to find a termination language in an old lease. Um, I had to expense something. I had to respond an email on marketing meetings. So all of these sort of like disjointed things that are all a part of my job, I had to kind of do them at the same time. I mean, you have to know what is, is the most imperative, but I kind of have to, to, have it all happen in the same day meanwhile I'm listening to a podcast (laughs) and probably (laughs) checking Instagram or Facebook Messenger all kind of at the same time and somehow my brain is able to do that I also think maybe my brain is broken because it can do all that like (laughs) and maybe I'm not absorbing as much but it satisfies me a lot Um, and yeah it's how my brain works and if you ever watch me on my phone I'm like jumping from one thing to the next and it's kind of exhausting but it pleases me. I wonder if that's like ahead. mom
2: skills because I feel like you kind of have to mm. do that to, as a parent. Yes.
0: Yeah. You have to kind of watch all the time. Like right now I know that Bridget is in my closet, trying on clothes instead of taking a shower. Like I can feel <laughs> it in my bones.
2: She's <laughs> thinking your clothes <laughs> up.
0: She, no, she's, she, well, yes, probably. But she likes to try on my shoes and this is why kids are so dumb. They don't know how to cover their tracks. I'm like, I can yep. see exactly what you, I can like, I know exactly the path that you took on here. Like, you're so dumb. Just put, like, memorize how it was hung. And I'm not that fastidious. It's not like everything has to be color-coordinated in a line. But, like, I have it relatively neat. And she, everything's on the floor. I'm like, stop trying things on.
3: <laughs> what, what kind of clothes is she trying on,
0: Those like, like, your dresses? or I Like, a dress. Or she'll put my shoes. She actually wears my shoe size now. So she'll try my shoes on. And um, she'll try shirts on or, you know, a workout shorts and stuff. We don't wear the same. We don't. I, was I don't have to say you guys are not the old. same size. No, no, no. no <laughs> but she can like, but she can roughly get into it. So it's like I have this one sparkly dress that I will never wear. I just got it. At, at like a swap thing and I was like oh that's fun and I had also had two glasses of wine so I was like this is so fun <laughs> Um and it's like very pink and sparkly and so she tries that on all the time and I can tell because the little sequins are on the floor because it's a shitty cheese dress so uh, <laughs> she's dumb anyway but yes that probably has something to do with it it's like I've had to you know you have you have to watch the kids but you kind of want to enjoy yourself to some degree so you have to it's like working and Having a good time at the same time. That's how you grow Finger those eyes in
2: the back of your head. That mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: So of, yes. Um, all right. And finally, Christy.
5: Um, I would say um, watching stuff and recommending to you other are. people. Yes. You are. Christy, you're so good at it. It sounds like a lame um, talent. No. I like it. No.
0: I think it's really good. And you, what you're good at doing, and I aspire to, is like, knowing what a person would like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you're not going to recommend um, what we do in the shadows to like somebody who's into like romantic whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, the, 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 the audience that you are, mm-hmm. um, you're recommending stuff to.
5: I think I told the story before that I said that in, cause when you start at my job, you like the whole company is there in the all company meeting and you have to answer like three questions. And one of Horrifying. them most favorite. T- tv show and i said that's not fair to pick one like it's mean and so i i said you know i consider my talent to be this and then people just started like sending me like what should i watch and then i just say you have to give me three to five shows that you love and then i can find and one guy almost stumped me because it was like a reality show about car racing seinfeld and uh yellowstone <laughs> like, <okay. Ooh. laughs> wow wow
0: yeah. Yeah, it goes into the Christy brain computer and you're like, Mm -hmm. and it like spits out. This is what you should watch. Yeah, exactly. I'm the dot matrix printer.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and I had to research because the the racing show, I'd never even heard of it. So we just said what the name was and I'm like, I don't even know what that is. So I think it's RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that would be easier than this. So if anyone wants recommendations, just send me three to five, and I will tell you what to watch next.
0: It's like when you're doing, like, sizing guides, on, like when you're ordering something online, mm-hmm. and they're like, where have you bought stuff before? And What, oh, what size yeah. did you wear there? Yeah. And then they give you... That's not yeah, always right. Yeah, I like that better than... Yeah, like, that's more useful than numbers. Numbers. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, measurements. Yeah, yeah, like, measurements. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I think that's good. Listen, mm-hmm. guys, we're good at stuff. We're good at yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yep. We are. We did it. Uh, and I think we know ourselves well enough to know what we bring to the table. There's other things that we're good at, but these are, these are things I think that stick out. And I, I think it represents us pretty well.
5: And mm-hmm. we're a well, well-rounded group. We are. We're very young breasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very young breasts, honka, honka. Hey, we've done a lot in this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love you're like honka honka. Maybe it's just honka honka. <laughs> yeah, <that could> be. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, listeners question of the week. What are you pretty fucking good at? It doesn't, Yeah, you, know, you just swears or nose at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, we don't have any she recommends, which is kind of ironic since uh, Christy's so good at recommending oh. stuff. I'm,
2: I'm teasing. But um, I can sort yeah, of. Pl- I mean, the next season of The yeah. Great is coming out on May 12th, yes. and I have it marked on my calendar. I'm really psyched for that.
5: Yeah, I'm enjoying uh, Yellow Jackets, Ted Lasso, Succession, like all the good things that I've been waiting for yeah. are finally back.
0: And somebody somewhere is starting, I think, again, this week, uh, the Bridget. Everett show, um, and I really enjoyed that last time. Um, so yeah, there's, there's some good stuff out there. There's a show with Carrie Russell. I listened to her on Fresh Air, and she was delightful, oh, yeah. and I really want to watch it. It's called The Diplomat. Um, and I think that that looks really good.: You yeah, watched it's it yet, but Netflix. Has yeah.
2: anyone watched the Power yet on Amazon? Mm-mm. I'm curious about that. It's, it's like women get the power to electrocute with their hands. Oh yeah, I've heard of that oh, one. Okay. It sounds interesting, but I don't know if it's any good. It Sounds dangerous, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it?
5: Ri- is not its not it written by the lady that did um, *Handmaid's Tale*? I don't know. Maybe Margaret not. Atwood. I feel like yeah. that would didn't have. Uh... Oh, Tony Collette's in this. Oh, yeah, my Tony gosh. Collette's in it. I love okay. Tony Collette. Writing it down. I mean, yeah. I can just
2: watch it and find out. I just, if any of you mm. had seen it, <laughs> no, <laughs> save me I some haven't. time. Okay. Question of the week. Have you seen the power? <laughs> tell me.
4: All right. Well, in that case, I have to stop looking at pictures of incredibly erotic, uh, actuating arms for parking garage gates for a minute. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. To tell you that you can find us at this show has or the Facebook group where you can answer the question of the week. This show has everything on the Zuckerberg. Uh, you won't find us on Twitter is fucking Elon Musk no. were out. Uh, just like NPR, as you noted last yeah. week. Ladies. Just like yes. his
5: rocket that exploded today. Uh-huh. God.
4: <laughs> On 420.
0: Uh, pre-mature, <laughs> premature explosion. <laughs> a,
3: a better penis metaphor there never was.
4: <laughs> email us at show at gmail.com or send us a voice memo there so that we can air it on the show. You can fax us for at least a little while longer, but maybe not much longer at 617 354 8513. You can find us at AOL keyword Tishy. And until next time, thank you for joining us. That was not nearly everything that we're good at. We're good at so many
1: That's things. Nice. Yep. Get ready to go crazy right here. I thought it was over. Oh, my, my, I'm such a lucky guy. You got me tongue tied like Jekyll and Hyde. I'm coming undone. I'm born to run. I got my shades on. Here comes the sun. Oh, I'm picking my tick tocks, ticking my love. I'm stricken. I'm flip flop flipping. I'm about to cuss. I'm not for I can't stop singing. I'm having way too much fun. I'm so good at. <laughs> Cut!
0: All right, Bridgie, you want to say it real quick? Come here, hurry. She's out of the chair. Come on, hustle, 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 hustle. Hustle. Slay.
4: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>